Hey, Pounders, it's Brendan. Um, yeah, welcome to another Making the Sausage. This is a conversation that I cut out of the last episode, but right after we finished recording, Noah said this might be right because it's hard, and it is hard, but it might be right. I don't know. Disagree with us and let us know on our email or whatever. Call us. You're all our friends. Okay, anyway, whatever. Enough of me prattling. Enjoy the episode. I so think he, we think that school he, sucks. He, and, he, and he actually has this point that I've thought about a lot recently of, like, he used to say, you know, kids these days, they want everything very instantaneously. Sure. They get mad when the Wi-Fi – and me too. You get mad when the Wi-Fi on the plane doesn't work. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you're on a plane. That's amazing. The fact there's Wi-Fi, like, yeah. you, can, you know. Or what happened next? But Did you now, fly on a but, bird? Yeah, but now he yeah. has really doubled down on saying all young kids today suck and, like, made fun of the Parkland survivors. And, like, in this way that's like, okay, now you're just being a bitter old asshole grandpa – who masturbates in front of people. So like Maybe. I'm, I'm no longer interested in getting into that brain. Yeah. I don't know that, that, that audio was leaked from a, a st- um, comedy set though, but it's still all things he said, but it's pieces from a comedy set. Yeah. It's like, say it's like saying like, Oh look, Al Pacino's doing a play where he plays Dr. Kevorkian. And then there's a clip of him like in rehearsal in the play being like, I'm going to kill people and I'm going to kill them. And then they go, look at what Al Pacino's saying. You're like, he's on stage in a play. Yeah, but you understand. What, that stand-up's different? It's more like your life? It's more accurate? No, it's not. Can you let me finish one Sorry, go ahead. You you understand comedy (laughs) in a deeper way than most people. Right, so I want to hold them accountable for misunderstanding what they think they understand. I I think for most people, the perception of comedy is that it should be more true to what you're doing. It's not as much of a character and performance, even though it is, but it isn't. It's it's in it's in a it's it doesn't matter whether or not what you, what you believe what you're saying it's what you what you're doing you're you're on stage doing stand up yeah right and you could be offended by I'm sure what he said was, could have been offensive but I think people people make a mistake of like judging something as being like inappropriate as though he said it like a comment it's like you could be offended by his work but yeah. it's still work it's still it's still stand up it's a stand up routine mm-hmm. it's 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 the same thing as being offended by a television show. But it's different than being offended by speech or different than being offended by an interview. They're just yeah. different. It's a hard thing. You know? I don't think that's that hard. Yeah. <laughs> like. I do. And I do stand up sometimes. And like, I know. I mean. I, I, I still think of. I hold people more accountable for what they say in a stand up set than in a dramatic production. I think that's a mistake. Or when a character in a book says something fucked up, I give more of a pass because that's a character. I know the writer was actually doing what the character would do. And I think that's really hard sometimes because we have to have our, we sanitize our characters. You know, like Tracy Morgan, when I think he made the joke about like how I would beat the shit out of one of my sons if he was gay. So he would stab him, yeah. Like, I don't think – I don't know Tracy Morgan. I don't think he believes that. But I was offended by the fact that I don't think the joke is funny. Sure. But I'm not going to be offended by – the joke itself because it's a joke. Yeah. But I can be offended by the fact that it's like, I don't think the joke's funny. Therefore I'm offended. Yeah. That's, that's the only way that being offended works for me is by the joke, by the book, beyond the book's terms, not as a message sent to you from the author. Yeah. 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 And I'm still, I know this is not easy. People have made this, that had these argument, this argument that we're having forever, you know, no one's ever really sealed the, Bang sure. the gavel on this, sure. but it's just I, th- I really I, yeah. I think there are certain things you well no I don't though 
What? I don't know. I think there are certain things you shouldn't joke about. Nah. I know. I don't believe that, but I do believe that. Okay. Or things you should approach with sensitivity. Not if you're trying to be funny. No, I think you can still be funny and sensitive at the same time. I think you can, but if you're trying to be funny, you might you might have to. If I offended you and if I hurt you. Why? What's the difference there? Can we talk about this in the show? Maybe not. I don't know. I'm not sorry if I offended you, but I'm sorry if I hurt you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm... Like... And I, th- I think, mm. but I think, I think something like like making a joke about the Parkland survivors is at its core. You have to trivialize people watching their friends get shot. No, I think the joke. I don't know the, the joke, joke that he made has to trivialize it. I think what he's trivializing or what he's perspectivizing is the the way that we like the way that we perceived these kids that you know, like I believe they're activists and I think they're heroic and all that stuff, you know, but at the same time, like he's trying to cut them down because we've built them up so much. So he's trying to take a very unpopular approach and by saying that they're, they're just fucking kids and that maybe like, like they, they were just whiny and maybe they were just getting caught up in the, and like, that's a very unpopular and very difficult road to hoe, but I know his comedy and that's what he does. He finds the most difficult path to travel and then tries to do it. And if it doesn't work, it's, it's probably offensive. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't need to defend it because it's just comedy. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's I, just I think comedy has more material effects. Comedy has more material more, more, effects. It has more effects. No, see that now we're going into this yes, thing it does. of like how people you don't know you're responsible for the ways that people behave based on they how they read what you put out there, and I just don't I don't like that. I don't think it's true. I don't think Metallica's responsible for the kids that murdered in the name of their music. I don't think that anybody's responsible for you know like I don't think the Beatles are responsible for the people that killed in the name of their music. Mm-hmm. I don't think Marilyn Manson. I don't think, you know, Paul McCartney owes anything yeah. to Marilyn Manson who killed because he believed that Helter Skelter you mean, told um, him to kill. You mean Charles Manson. What did I say? Marilyn Manson. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Super too. different. I, or, I, you know what? I don't believe that any of, like, the, the I don't think Marilyn Manson owes any apologies to any of the people that killed in his name. There's another person who have killed. See, and, and this, what's hard about this actually now is... I don't like talking about this on this show because no one's going to be able to have this context with us and no one's going to be able to say their point and like people are going to react to this in a way yeah. and we don't, we can't have access to it and get in it. So yeah, now that I've maybe all, it's not about that, that maybe it's just about us, us trying to figure out, I know what you're, you're saying that I feel like you're talking about your preference for how you'd want art to be mm-hmm. and I kind of agree with you like I don't like there are certain like I've told you before like jokes about prison rape just aren't funny to me mm-hmm. I don't have any special personal connection to prison rape mm-hmm. I just happen to aesthetically think it's a lazy thing to joke about mm-hmm. and because nobody ever makes a new joke about prison rape it's mm-hmm. always something like wouldn't you love prison if you were gay yeah, yeah. they must love that Right. And it's just intellectually lazy and not funny to me. But what offends me, it offends me at the level of going to a restaurant and being served like craft macaroni and cheese for twenty five dollars. Where you're like, I'm offended because you're trying to enact a very normal human 
situation here that we both know you are giving me mac and cheese and I'm paying you 25 bucks and this is bullshit. Just like you're making a joke about prison rape. I'm here to listen to your joke and laugh and you know you're selling me some shit right now. And I have to laugh at that. That's how I'm offended. Yeah. Not on behalf of all gay men who are being slighted because I don't think – I am offended if someone says that in the street on behalf of all gay men who are being slighted. But not in comedy because that guy's trying to be funny. He's just bad at it. Yeah, and I, <laughs> you know, maybe, like maybe that's maybe that's my feeling. Sometimes is like, if you can't do something extremely well, don't do it because it could go so wrong. But see, now you, that's I, not good either because everything that's worth you doing, learn. you have to learn, you have to practice, you, you have, have to, to make put, some mistakes, and and then when you really want to do something well, you maximize your risk. Sure, that's how you make good stuff. Yeah, you know. And this is not all to say, like, that that's what Louis C.K. was doing. That doesn't – yeah. And that also doesn't change any of the – No. I mean, I, I'm cool with people – Predatory sexual stuff. I'm cool with people who um, um, don't want to see or listen to Louis C.K. anymore. And I'm cool with people that have signed off. I know people who have signed off. I mean, even I have. I don't listen to his stuff anymore mm-hmm. just because it doesn't make me feel good yeah. to do that. I don't know why. But what I'm not cool with is is everyone just accepting that we decided he's he's in the pen and that he broke the rules that we decided on. That's all not real. That's all something we decided was true that we didn't check to see if it was true. That we can stop him from doing comedy in certain. That's not true. In certain areas, yeah. What do you mean? I mean, we decided. Oh, we took his career away. It's not true. He has to just get someone who's willing to put him on stage and do comedy. And what's wrong with that? Yeah. You could say you don't like it. You could say I don't think he should be doing it. I think he's making the wrong decision. But it's really a problem to say like I think we should just ban him from being able to do True. comedy. Now we're stepping into some really True. weird, creepy no. shit, right? This is, this is the – man, we've been going way too long. It's fine. It's I fun. Should, I should have graded my papers. This is the Super Pound episode. No, I'm going to cut half of it out. Why? I don't, I don't know if I am. You are so You just want it to be like, no one from Lone's podcast. High five. Kind of. And then goodbye. Kind of. Why? It should just be a fun, although this should be a challenging podcast. Yeah. I don't know. I get into argument with my brother all the time about. Why? Because he thinks it should no, be. No, no, not, no, not this argument. No, oh, not okay. the podcast. <laughs> Whether or not you should punch Nazis in the face. Oh, yeah. What does he think? He thinks you shouldn't. Punch Nazis in the yeah. face. What do you think? I think you should. Uh, anybody because, who's because, a Nazi, punch him in the face? Yeah, pretty much. Because I think that is an, a viewpoint you are choosing to espouse that has harmful effects on people and is, like, bad. And we've been over this. But that would answer the question, do Nazis deserve to be punched in the face? And I think that that's easy to answer. Do Nazis d- deserve to be punched in the face? Yes. Do I want them to be punched in the face? Yes. Should they be punched in the face? I know I early in this episode was like, we shouldn't wish bad things on people. And here I am saying Nazis should get punched I'm just, in the face. I'm just not sure what it does. I read an account one time that mm. someone said in the punk scene that they mm. were in, whatever town they were, every time skinheads yeah. and like neo-Nazis would try to show up at punk shows, yeah. everyone would beat the shit out of them. Because that's how punk shows worked. Sure. Everyone was beating the shit out of each other anyway. But they would be especially aggressive at them, and then and then the Nazis and skinheads learned, oh, I can't be a white supremacist because that's a bad position to hold in a, in in more than just a like stupid way. It's like a actively harmful position that interferes with the lives of others. 
and I can't do that. But you're telling me a story that doesn't sound right to me, which is that human beings acted one way, no someone beat them up, yeah, and then I they know. changed it's how not, they wanted to. Restorative. It doesn't. It's not about it being restorative. It just doesn't it's sound true. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's what happens. You don't think that skinheads getting stomped out every punk show they went to made them stop going to punk shows? Maybe they just went and we were racist somewhere else. So maybe that's the problem. They learned that, that a punk show is an unsafe. Don't venue. you think skinheads like? have other experiences that turn them. I don't know if violence motivates people to have changes of heart. There's something like maybe they just took their racism elsewhere. They like stopped coming to the local punk venue and instead burned down a church. Or maybe they were white supremacists because they admired someone who was a white supremacist. And then that person um, proved themselves to be like a piece of shit. Yeah. And then they like, cause that seems to be like, Oh, how people actually change. A, mm, I mean, like I see people who get involved in really fucked up ideologies, you know, a lot of times they're following someone that they admire, like, or that's yeah. an easy way to get in, you know? And then once you become disenfranchised with that person, I, yeah. I think I'm telling you right now about the movie American history. X. I think so. Yeah. <laughs>